Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance. This week's episode is called Parent-Teacher Association. Pause right there. Don't get scared about the PTA. We're going to be discussing opportunities to enjoy time with your children, engage with them in their school environment with minimum stress, and some other key things to consider. Memes, welcome back to recording. How are you feeling? How are you? Uh, I'm good, but I gotta admit, 2023, I don't think it's a fan of Athena. (laughs) It's just (laughs) like, can we drown her? Maybe. Maybe. Let's see how good she is at swimming. That's when she thought she was going to cut back. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh man, do less, say more. Say a lot of screaming. I'm like, help! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But I am excited to be back. Torn Tribe, we're excited to have you here with us. You know, two sisters with many children, just trying to be the best mamas um, and humans that we can possibly be. So Memes and I have had the pleasure of getting involved in our children's like school environment and visiting them, which is where the genesis of this episode came from. And so memes, I was just wondering, you know, what emotions rise in you when you hear about the parent teacher association and just the thought of, you know, getting involved. It's usually scheduling is what causes, you know, the stress. And it's what is the time frame I'm going to have? How much time do I have to request? My kid is going to say, yes, come and be part of all the things you can be part of. Um, So shout out to her schools for the last two years, because I think um, one under COVID restrictions last year, there was a pretty extensive list with ways you could either send in crafts or send in a contribution for a celebration on a really diverse list of uh, holidays and recognitions and and that was fun and that really got her uh, I think I've mentioned before she really did enjoy um, the socializing and celebrating in that space and in her new school there is something every week but again it's the time frame so I, I really enjoyed the recent day that I had to visit, but I thought it was really apropos for us to take some time and think about, like, how did that come to be? Funny enough that both you and I went in the same week. Yeah. Like, what are the chances? Um, during what previously might not have been a hectic season, that feels like a really busy season for me this year. And, you know, thinking about the things that, have to come together for that to happen um I I just think it's really helpful 
because I think we do all feel alone. We all feel like it's us like leaning in or breaking our kids heart or like postponing that, that disappointment of like, Oh, not this one, because this just came out on Tuesday and you want me there on Friday. Um, but I think some of the things we're going to talk about really, really help for this to come to be similar to how my visit was during a really busy time, but it was already on the calendar. So, you know, things that are scheduled, you know, can be scheduled anytime or often scheduled never. And because it had a place on the calendar, it happened. So, yeah, I think torn mamas and papas, like, I think it's a natural fear um, to have when you hear about trying to get involved in your child's like day at school that one you're either going to disappoint someone because the schedules aren't going to line up right or you're going to feel overwhelmed and stressed because you're committing to it but you can't foresee what your day is going to look like on that day what if another little gets sick what if work blows up or what if another emergency arises and so all the fear factors I just want to level set like that is normal. So you will always experience the like what if moments in parenting. I think tip number one, though, is meme to your point, like coordinating with the teacher and understanding the flow of the schedule and showing yourself some grace to recognize that depending on the grade that your child is in and the season of life that you are in, it may or may not be that school year. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when my kids were in kindergarten and I'll have a kindergarten or again, this coming school year, I level set. I'm like, I will never be <laughs> the roof parent for kindergarten. Mm -hmm. I am not a crafty person. I definitely, you guys have heard me say it many a times, eight and up. <laughs> that's my, that's my age group, eight years old and higher. So just knowing yourself and understanding the teacher's expectations for that grade level for that year, I think is tip number one. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I will be giving lots of shout outs to Miss Fitzy for this year because being a seasoned educator, knowing the first uh, regulation shifting in a year can make it difficult because I think teachers also want a variety of things and they're prepping things all the time. So to have that, that contribution from another person bringing in an activity, thinking through some time, bringing something new to the students is also helpful to them. So shout out because as an educator, it's a lot to turn the schedule on its head. It's a lot to invite people in, the confirmations, uh, when tweaking the schedule, really asking a professional, you know, because even on the high school level for networking, we ask professionals to come in for a 35 minute advisory and that throws their entire work day um, off. So, but the time is so valuable. So I really appreciate when an educator can like look at their scope and sequence and see the things that would be helpful and the variety of ways that you could lean in. Because I think along with coordinating with that teacher in the schedule is kind of thinking through what are your strengths? What do you enjoy when you do it with your child that you could also share with the class? Because it doesn't have to be limited at certain ages and certain units of the year. It doesn't have to be limited to arts and crafts. It doesn't have to be limited to one subject area. 
And it does not have to be a full day or half day activity. It could be as short as a half an hour, 45 minutes of the day. Yeah, and I, the reason I love tip number one of coordinating with the teacher and getting clear expectations and clear schedules, it kind of settles some of the fears or it makes the fears no longer just fears, but a reality, right? So that you can set expectations for yourself and understand what you're signing up for or trying to commit to. And it also helps inform your future decisions. So if you do approach that teacher and you realize that it is half day commitments, it is, you know, arts and crafts or something that a field trip. Yeah, a field trip or something like that that you can't currently commit to in that season of your life. Well, for the next school year, you can say, oh, you know, I'm actually going to put limits to that I can show up for X, Y, and Z, whether it's that field trip um, or the half day events that you know that are going to take place because they're pretty part of the school culture. And I, th- and I think knowing the teacher's flexibility, interest, parameters for is really helpful because I know when my kid is sitting at dinner and saying, oh, this kid's parent came in and did X. Like once you know in advance, like you can sell, you have the joy of that visit as well and not feel like it's the guilt and remind your kid like, yeah, that that's probably what they signed up for. We're signed up for X. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't chance or fluke the way they think things magically align and just happen that way. Um, it is planned and like giving your, your kiddo um, something to look forward to and a way of really appreciating these other parents that they're having some time with as well. Yeah. And I, um, I think tip number two, to your point, me like the kids thinking that it just happens out of the blue these random visits from because I'll hear my kids say well we had someone's dad come in today I don't know why I'm like because you're studying entrepreneurship (laughs) like it does connect to your lesson (laughs) this was planned um they didn't just come in and take over the classroom and start talking but tip number two is get your child's perspective and I I would say being a mom of multiples, it's important to get that child's perspective because what one child will desire is not necessarily what the next child will desire. And that will help alleviate a lot of your fears and the obligations that you're putting on yourself, like dissipate because you'll be relieved to hear your child say, it's okay if you just come to a field trip, or I would be super happy if I carpooled with my friend to that field trip. And you'll actually be able to gauge where they want you to show up and participate in their lives at school. At least for me, it was a relief to hear one of my sons say, you know, actually, I really like the room parent that we have. I hope she volunteers again next year because she throws the best parties. Mom, just make sure you sign up for the candy. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, definitely. And I think the other part of that perspective is what you get to see from your child when they're in the space that they've like, can clearly set the, para- right? Like, their boundaries of how they learn and what they're like in their classroom space. Cause I know myself is a rule follower and then a funny anecdote um, of friends 
shared that they were going on a field trip, but there was lots of anxiety on their part because they were a little afraid their child wasn't going to show up as well as they usually show up at school because of their presence. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just the like, and then happily the report later was stellar behavior could barely recognize my own kid. <laughs> Um, and then just laughing at that self-reflection of like, yeah, it's often us, whatever it is going on with our kids. We usually um, add to that or it's our own dynamic with them and they, sh- they have their own way of showing up in these settings. So getting a glimpse of that and seeing that independence is also a big payoff of asking which ones they would prefer to have us around for. Yeah, and it helps. I will say this, I've gone through the spells where I was in a season of life that I couldn't show up for car line drop off or car line pickup or the, like our school does on Thursdays, you get to walk in with your child um, and they do a worship service at the beginning and we're able to stick around for worship. And I wasn't able to engage in any of that stuff that year. And I just felt disconnected from the community that was pouring into them. And they, it, it just felt like we were living two separate lives. And so what I enjoy about asking my child, like, where is it that you want me to show up? It's the smallest things. Like sometimes it's like, hey, on the days that they open it up for like walking in, can you just show up to at least one of them? Like show up to the one in January, the first Thursday where they're going to sing happy birthday to all the January birthdays, you know, or like they'll be that specific. Because even when one of my older sons was in kindergarten, it was like show up on the day that we have hot lunch. And just sit with me and have lunch with me, you know, so those muffins with moms or donuts with dads, of course, dads get the better dessert, but, you know, (laughs) you know, the, you'll be surprised which ones they pick. And that kind of alleviates the burden of saying, oh, I got to sign up for being the rude parent, showing up to every single thing. That's not necessarily what they're going to ask for. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the third tip we had was ask for help. And this one I had to learn because, believe it or not, (laughs) Torn Tribe, I'm actually an introvert that becomes a chameleon extrovert because of my career (laughs) and because of my household. (laughs) Like, I have a lot of people that live in my house. So I rarely ever, like, it's very rare that I'm by myself. But where I get most of my energy is by myself. So my biggest fear with having to show up at my kids, and this is going to sound so immature, but just showing up at my kids like school community was having to talk to other adults. <laughs> <laughs> like, you mean I got to talk to the teacher? Like I was the kid that sat as far away from the teacher as possible, never raised my hand. Participation was like my lowest grade <laughs> on my report card. I don't know how many times you saw Ray and Athena needs to participate more. Like, no, I don't, I I can read. I don't need to raise my hand and read out loud to the entire class. (laughs) I also don't need to raise my hand and tell you that I know the answer. I'm okay knowing that I know the answer. (laughs) Like just wallflower. So asking for help was huge for me because I was like, oh, I don't have to be the mom up in front of the room. Like, doing the game. I can like 
outsource that but still be in the room mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't have to run around like a crazy person and get all the supplies for the party or even think about the party like ideas i can ask for help on our like school app so um just because you're trying to show up doesn't mean you have to do everything so leveraging the other parents in the class helps yeah and so recently i sent a little note which i i admitted to the other parent what it felt like on the sending end of the note so my daughter hangs out with the same friend at recess often that's the name i hear all the time and then in stealing from another parent's idea over the holiday break i heard oh i had a play date and i'm like oh my god genius mind blown yes play date <laughs> but i'm like but i never see this kid online in the morning like it's drop off time is I don't chat with any other parent I drop off and occasionally my daughter will identify people like that's this kid that's this kid and I'm just like yeah and, and every we all have the face of like we're dropping and going like everybody's <laughs> hustling so I send a note and we did successfully communicate and plan and recently had a play date and I just shared that I was like hello I just scooped up my heart my daughter's heart and shot it on an, and a little note to you <laughs> in the hopes of not getting silent rejection <laughs> uh, but that is where your kids will push you out of your comfort zone um we haven't had the birthday parties to do the mingling, which adds to like, who do I enjoy spending time with and who is the kid my my kid enjoy spending time with so we could make our own plan. And I had to send my little epistle over to this parent. <laughs> um, but even things like that. So Athena was mentioning Parent Square are these apps that schools use, which are really great ways, just like the PTA communicates with you and the principal sends out his notes and <laughs> silly videos um, that we all love. Uh, you can also use that as a way to just, I'm going to be, you know, I know the pool will be the place in the neighborhood. Now I know a few faces that so will recognize when we're at the pool in the summer, but in the spring, if it's, you know, heading over to do mini golf or uh, whatever the activity is, just mentioning that's where you'll be and it's an open invite for first grade or whatever grade your kid is in it is a nice way to send some ideas because we're all looking for them and we all want our kids to spend time with the kids they enjoy so much during the day in any way that's possible and it doesn't have to be a heavy lift. Yeah, and and the social media apps like Parent Square and everything help for our introverted selves that need to be behind a screen sometimes to talk to other human beings and like just get it out there and not have it zap you of all your energy and just let it happen. So it's a great way to just ask for help and so that you could get involved and start building community with your child. Tip number four, which we kind of hinted on all throughout, but it's huge is plan ahead. Like don't jump into the next thing when they send out the emails like, Oh, but this is happening in like tomorrow. <laughs> like mm -hmm. don't feel obligated to sign up for that. That's why it's so important. Like tip number one, talk to the teacher, figure out the schedule, try to get ahead of it. Our school does a really good job at syncing the school calendar to our iPhones <laughs> calendars, which is really, really nice because I can look ahead and say, oh, I know March is going to be like a slow month for me. So what does the school got going on or, um, you know, whatever month it is. 
and or if there's a particular like celebration that you really enjoy like St. Patty's Day or Valentine's Day or one of those small ones mm -hmm. but they still have school you can look ahead and try to um, plan with the teacher like accordingly but I just know planning ahead takes a lot of the stress and the fear of the expectations and trying to show up. I think you were making a really good point about um, what that could look like at different ages like you were mentioning fifth grade um, parent homeroom parent or, or yeah the room parent yeah in fifth grade is very different than kindergarten <laughs> but but I think also that looking at the year and knowing what the lift is right if you're not mm -hmm. doing crafts and it's planning the field trip or suggesting the the gift for the teacher or whatever the contributions are you can if if you know that's the commitment you're having I just thought it was great that you had the opportunity yeah. to do that this year in a different way than you felt you definitely couldn't commit to it at a younger stage because you can do the event planning around what works for you and then it's just planned ahead for their for their families and teacher um, and the students so yeah and you bring up a great point because even for those parents that don't um, have the time to be in the classroom because this is the other thing, Torn Tribe, that I've noticed, or at least the stereotype that I've put in my own mind, which I'm like, now I just think it's foo-foo, you know, to think this. But I will say, like, when I first became a mom of school-age children, I was like, well, I'll never be able to be a rude parent because I'm not a stay-at-home mom. And stay-at-home moms don't hate me for saying this, but I don't know why Athena thinks that stay-at-home moms have all this free time to do this stuff. Because I know you don't, <laughs> like, you have a bajillion other things going on um, and many other commitments that you're committed to. But in my mind, it was like, oh, they have the time. I, I just don't have the time. But and then, like you're saying, I mean, because of the different ages and being able to look ahead and say, well, actually, fifth grade and middle school the level of engagement that they need from an adult to start an activity and for those kids to have fun, it's very different. Mm -hmm. It's like, here we go, we're going to play bingo and they just take it away and they turn it into a whole different thing and have a lot of fun with it. Um, or just breaking up their day with a goofy game of like Pictionary or something like that and they just have a blast unlike kindergarten where you need like probably 20 activities to keep their attention, right? Because <laughs> they can't do the same activity for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. But I think for the career parent that has a hard time finding time to get into the classroom, there's also other opportunities to get involved. And that's like through giving. And so every, it, it's really nice to give the people that pour into our children on a week-to-week -week basis a gift at least two times out of the year. And at, in the first half of the year, that's right around like Christmas and Thanksgiving, right? Like it's the perfect time to start getting to know some of the other parents and you can like collect, do a, a collection, a donation and really get to know that teacher by simply just asking some few questions like some of their favorite things to drink or to eat or their favorite thing to do when they're not uh, at work um, being an educator 
And then you just go, if because this I kind of found therapeutic and I'm not a shopper, but shopping for other people made me happy. And with everybody else's money, even made me happier. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know I don't, I contributed too, but it really didn't feel like my money at that point. So I was like, oh, okay, I have this much to spend. Wonderful. And she likes all these cool things and I love buying these things. So it was just really fun to be able to put together baskets to bless the teachers that have been pouring into our kids and and I had each of the like families have their children like write notes to the teachers. And so that's another way that you get a glimpse into the people that are pouring into your child and something to bond with your child and say, hey, did you know your teacher actually likes the same snack as you? Or like your teacher actually likes to read these types of things, even though she's teaching you about this, like mm -hmm. she's a person, not just your teacher. Um, so it's just a fun activity like that to get involved as well. If you can't make it into the classroom and like the end of the year school gift, like we've all made it safe at home um, type slide at the end of the year, teachers do appreciate <laughs> a little loving at that point of the year as well. So definitely, which all takes planning ahead. But tip number five, which I think is what ca causes us all to like catch on and what actually made me open my heart to the thought of being a room parent this year for fifth grade is the shared experience, sharing your experience. So when memes like volunteered and was in the classroom, it wasn't that we spoke that I found out that you did that. It was literally Instagram meme, posted it on Instagram. I'm like, oh, you're in the classroom too. And you got a fab pic. So when you're in that classroom, people do not be shy. <laughs> take, take the picture, document it. Definitely. And share the experience. Definitely. And share it because like we were saying, it can be a 30 minute visit, it can be a field trip, it can be teaching your children how to show gratitude and teaching the class about gratitude. You can be tech savvy, you, you can share the cultural exposure to something that's family culture. And I think there's so many diverse ways that you can contribute. And if you get those the communication going with the teacher, I think it also helps them to start putting some feathers in their cap of like things that they would be welcome into their classroom as well, um, but share so others can find these small ways and nuanced ways to be part of that environment and space, you know, when their children's children welcome them to. Share, share, share. Well, those are our tips. We hope that you find them helpful. We would love to hear about your classroom experiences, how you're getting engaged in your child's school, um, and other creative ways that people can leverage to do so, especially for those of us that have either multiple children and you're trying to, you know, get plugged in with each of them in some creative way or you have one child, but a really crazy career. Um, it's hard to balance it all and show up the way you want in each environment, but we're here to equip you and help you out and minimize the stress in doing so. I will say for those parents that have college age students, it's not too late. Let me tell you, <laughs> I stock 
bad like chancellor's emails like no other because i'm like when is parent weekend can i show up for parent weekend um especially i, I don't know torn tribe for me my oldest one my first going off to college was during covid time so i truly crave the parent weekends because i'm like oh that first parent weekend they took it from us <laughs> you know so i, I gotta make up for that one pair weekend <laughs> that i didn't get that fall of 2020 so um there's even ways to get plugged in in their college community as well so you don't have to love from too far you can enjoy a football game or in the springtime it's baseball games so have fun with it And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes for our men's segment. And folks, this is the part of the show where we share one thing that's helping us keep it all together and make it through the week. I'm going to say it was my play date. Um, my play date. Your play date. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I thought we sent it to the child. Well, that's how it turns out. Um, Sophie's friend's mom was very welcoming. And when I shared how vulnerable it was, she shared how her kids strictly get her out of her comfort zone. She's like, they're personalities. Their dad's personality. They're the social ones. <laughs> But that, so to hear that, that with the invitation came her getting out of her comfort zone and saying, uh, I'm appreciating the invitation was really great. Our conversation was great. She has more history in our, in our school district. And, you know, I think it was a win for Sophie and for me. That's awesome. Well, there you go, folks. You can gain some friends by going on these play dates. And I'll tell you, like, play dates used to scare me so much in the beginning. Because I'm like, first, I would scope out the kid. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, you're a little transparent version of what I'm about to get <laughs> in a bigger version. So, yes. <laughs> play dates. Well, it even gives you insight on what your kid warms up to, right? Like, who yeah, they like, really oh, enjoy being with. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel like that, too, about my kids. They're like, and who are we meeting? <laughs> That's why. I, and you know that it, when you meet other adult parents that do the same thing, scope the kid out to determine if they can figure out what the parent's going to be like. Because we, we surprise people all the time. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, you're, you're, you're that child's mom? <laughs> yes. They're not like, like I'm trying me. to figure out where you came from also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're nothing like me. I'm very <laughs> reserved, not rude, not pushy all the time, you know. And like I, my you know, my mom did always say <laughs> there was home training. I give it to them. I don't know what they do with it outside the door. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. well, yeah. Sophie and her friend are princess divas to the max so it's it's quite a match those two they were prince they were mermaids and fairies at the park and didn't allow me to be a mermaid or a fairy or save anybody else with my with my pixie dust it's rough you got excluded no third yeah. wheels here 
Yes, just push me on the swing and then keep it moving. You get no magic here. <laughs> Too funny. Um, I would. I will say my mend. We've had tons of play dates um, over winter break, if that's what this break was called. So, Torn Tribe, any advice on how to plan ahead for breaks? Because being that I don't get the same breaks. Well, yeah, my job, you got to ask for PTO. <laughs> we don't have breaks. <laughs> like, for crying out loud, we didn't even, like... Well, that, that's the advice. The tip is get breaks put into the calendar. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, can can we get on board? Like, this this past week was so depressing because I'm like, nobody else is working. Not us. <laughs> I'm getting a whole bunch of out of offices or, like, talking to people that are like, oh, yeah, it's President's Day. And I'm like, that doesn't matter to us. <laughs> like, Wow. So I'm like, so Torn Tribe, that's not what's mending me the lagger breaks, but you know, but what mended me were the play dates because my lack of planning for this <laughs> unforeseen break. Because this, for some reason, I feel like it moves. Like it's either, I mean, maybe they get another break in April. I don't know. I still have Yeah, there's two. This is midwinter, oh, okay. and, the, and then there's spring break. See, that's what kills me is that there was winter break, which is during Christmas time. <laughs> then there's this break. Midwinter <laughs> break. <laughs> is it really midwinter though? I yeah, it's holiday break. Then midwinter break because break okay. winter's yeah. not over till March. Yeah, it's it, four kids later still don't understand the school calendar well your job definitely got you on their calendar your, your mind is on their calendar time yeah which is no breaks just work no breaks ever not even during the day um so just kidding towards that. but in all seriousness like i did not catch this break and so just very thankful for all, all the moms that were open and willing to getting our children together to go play at parks, to go play at someone else's house and make it feel like for them that they were on a break because we all know, what is it? Well, one is off at college, but three boys in a house for too many hours uh asking you for stuff gets old real fast so thursday to monday could have felt really really long but it didn't thankful to these other mamas opening up their schedules and times and allowing their kids to hang out with my kids um and let them have a blast so although i wasn't there for those play dates <laughs> it mended me because i was able to just focus on one thing at a time Torn Tribe, we hope that things are mending you this week and that you would send those in to us and share with us what mends you. I would love some either books that you're reading, because reading always mends me, or activities that you're doing that mend you um, in this hood we call parenting. And so Torn Tribe, please follow us at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at TornMLB. We would also love to get an email from you, tornmlb at gmail.com. And we would love for a rating. Five stars, cinco estrellas solamente. And spread the word so we can keep building our tribe.
Yes, Horn Tribe. Those ratings are super important because the more ratings we get, the more people get mended by joining us in this torn, finding a mom life balance. So share a little love, rate, subscribe, share. Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose, choose grace. grace.